Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance, and we have a very special show for you today. We're going to interrupt our Fast and Furious coverage because I got to sit down with some video game fans as part of my Fan Expo ambassador duties and talk about all the amazing announcements that we've gotten over the last couple of weeks. Uh, all the great Game Pass games, Switch games, Ubisoft games, PlayStation stuff, everything. It was so much fun, and we kept it off with the best ways to try and track down an Xbox Series S or X or PlayStation 5, uh, what you should do as far as Switches are concerned. It, it was a lot of fun, you know. I I love podcasting, but when I get to actually talk to people, you know, and read their responses in real time and do stuff like that, it's a lot of fun. So here it is. I hope you enjoy. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Lance, the Night Nerd. We're here on behalf of Fan Expo talking about video games. Uh, we just had a bunch of big video game announcements at a certain other show. We won't, It's like Voldemort, like we won't say its name, but it was really cool. I was really impressed. Um, you know, both Microsoft and Nintendo had big showings there. The rumors were Sony would have a show by this point. When I planned this, uh, rumors were they would have, last Friday they were supposed to have a show, but you know, uh, Sony kind of does their own thing for better or worse sometimes. So we're going to look at a few games from Sony because Ubisoft was there. Um, who else? Uh, from Software was there. There was a whole lot of other companies there that weren't just Microsoft and Nintendo. Uh one of the cool announcements we got was the Borderlands. It's not really a spinoff, like a game adjacent is what I'm calling that. The Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, because it's Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, they call it Bunkers and Badasses, but Dungeons and Dragons. And it's Tina is the dungeon master. And just it's all the fun of Borderlands, but cranking up your RPG elements a little bit and just bringing in dragons and crazy stuff. And I, I think it's a interesting choice, you know, I think it's a brave choice because we have the Borderlands movie that just wrapped filming either today or yesterday. I have no sense of time, but so you think they would be going for like Borderlands four or something like that. Uh, this game, you know, everybody loves tiny Tina so it's going to be pretty cool and it's coming to a lot of different platforms um, another game that's coming to a lot is rainbow six extraction it was called rainbow six quarantine for a long time but i think everybody's tired of the word quarantine so <laughs> they changed it to extraction uh yeah yeah brand new game in the borderlands universe like it's that's what, like it's not with the main game that's why I'm, yeah, like, I, yeah, adjacent. Uh, Rainbow Six Extraction. This is a game, Rainbow Six, that got plugged in on the competitive circuit, and people love it. I mean, they play it. They had multiple, multiple seasons still going strong. Well, and now they're switching it instead of the PvP. I mean, they, they've always had other roles, but this one is like the old school PvE. You have your objectives. You have your team. And you're taking down aliens. It looks awesome. They look kind of like um, like Venom symbiote style aliens, kind of like what Prey tried to do. I can get on the soapbox about this the second Prey game. Yeah, it's the second one. There was a first one that was infinitely better. Um, but I think it's going to be really good. I'm I'm excited to see what Ubisoft brings. Ubisoft, for the sake of transparency. They are my favorite studio, uh, even though, like I said, I'm a diehard Xbox person. Ubisoft is amazing. I have, well, I don't have it now. I'm in the middle of moving, otherwise I'd show you all. But I have every Assassin's Creed special edition ever. I have all the statues. I have um, Assassin's Creed tattoo. I have the prints, the, the limited edition black and white and red ones that they did, like Ubisoft in my opinion, really doesn't make 
bad games, even their games that aren't great, are still fun. Um, I, I play games from them that I would never play. Like when Child of Light came out, because it was from the developers of Far Cry 3, I was like, okay, well, I want to support that. So, yeah, because Far Cry 3 is one of the best games ever made. I recently replayed the Classic Edition, um, which is just the same one. Child of Light, I mean, I'm not an RPG guy, but it's a beautiful game. The story is great. Uh, I just, I never finish it because turn-based RPGs just, uh, they are a grind for me. Uh, but, you know, I wanted to show support, so that's, that's what I did. Uh, I'm playing, I, I still play Hyperscape. I'm, only like eight people in the world still play that game. It's so dead. That was something I was hoping they would have announced. But, like I said, I beat Far Cry 3 recently, and just in time because the Far Cry 6 DLC that's coming out, um, I wish they would do more with Rayman. So I have a kid. Um, he's five now, but since he was like two and a half, he started, he's been playing video games. And on his own, he's beat every Rayman. Like, we hooked up the original PlayStation for him to play that. We hooked up the N64 for him to play Rayman 2. Um, Rayman 3 is backwards compatible on Xbox, so he played it on there. And then he did Origins and Legends, and they're, they're one. I'm ready for a new Rayman game. I could care less about Rabbids. I want a Rayman game because, yeah. Uh, but we do get to revisit the old Far Cry games and new Far Cry because the DLC, they announced that you get to play as uh, Pagan Men from Far Cry 5, Joseph from Far Cry, or sorry, Pagan Men was 4. Joseph Seed was Far Cry 5, and Voss from Far Cry 3, who is, I think, one of the best villains. He's probably my top five video game villains of all time. And now I get to play as him. Uh, right now, I am playing Far Cry 5. I never played it. I bought it day one, never played it. But I have a skin where I get to be Voss, so of course I'm going to do that. Uh, Rayman is so good. So in the music levels on Legends, that's reason enough to like buy that game for four levels. The music levels, they're they're wonderful. Uh, speaking of Far Cry Six, we got to see some more footage of that. It looks just big, crazy, chaotic, like all of them. I've had this game literally pre-ordered for a year. My birthday's in July. I used birthday money to pre-order it last year. I am ready for this game, uh, and it's coming out in September. September's gonna be a crazy month. Because there's so many games. Oh yeah, Black Betty. That's that because of that level in Rayman. My kid, we had to listen to the real version of Black Betty, the Ram Jam, all day every day. You know, most kids were listening to Baby Shark at that time. We were jamming Black Betty. So thank you, Rayman. Thank you, Ubisoft. Because uh, I would much rather listen to Black Betty all day than Baby Shark. It, it worked out worked out pretty well for me. Uh, one of the Ubisoft games that I'm not too sure about is that Rocksmith Plus. I don't know if anybody, uh, yeah, Lost Souls. I wouldn't hold my breath on that ever. I think that's going to be kind of like one of those, like the Rainbow Six Freedom or whatever it was. It, you can still technically pre-order at GameStop, I think, but it's never coming out. Uh, there's some game, you know, they, they pick games like Thanks to Battle Royale stuff, you see a lot of subscription services. And that's what, like, Rocksmith Plus isn't the old school Rocksmith, you know, where we had the guitars and stuff. This, you use a real guitar. That was always the biggest complaint. Uh, my musician friends were like, you don't learn anything in Guitar Hero and Rocksmith. You just learn how to press buttons. And then when they came out with the recent Guitar Hero, Guitar Hero Live, you know, they put in the six-button kind of fret style. Well, now... Rocksmith Plus is a subscription service that you can pay to stream all these songs and you can control at what speed they go through. I mean, if Black Betty's on there, we might end up buying it. But And it teaches you supposedly how to play guitar or bass. We'll see. You know, gimmicky games like that, I think we've kind of passed uh, accessory peripheral games, whatever you want to call them. You know, not just Guitar Hero, but stuff like Skylanders, Disney Infinity, Lego Dimensions, which was the perfect game. You could team up Doctor Who and Doc Brown, like an epic rap battle. And uh, But people, I don't know, people 
are still spending money, but it's on skins and stuff like digital stuff. I'd rather have a physical thing than a skin for my character or weapon um, that I had to pay for. Like I said, I use the boss skin, but I got it because of Ubisoft. So I don't, I don't know. I say that, and then yeah, Legos Dimensions was so good, so good. I say that, but one of the games I'm most hyped about that was announced was the Writers Republic. Um, not announced, like settled in the release date, and that's September 2nd. Skyline is much with Giants and Supercharger with the Trap Team. Yeah, they kept. So we'll come back to Writers Republic because I do want to talk about that. With Skylanders, uh, you know, they the Giants was kind of cool. Superchargers, okay. Uh, I agree, Trap Team was just. I, I know what they're trying to do, and I appreciate that. But then, like, when they brought in, brought in Spyro, I was like, okay, sweet. Spyro's awesome. Everybody loves Spyro. And I kind of hoped that they were going to make it more of a Spyro game, like Spyro featuring Skylanders, but it was the other way around. And, I, yeah, I, I think there's a reason they went the way of the Beanie Baby. Because, man, I remember there for a while. It was, don't spoil it. It's like a 10-year-old game. Hey, let me tell you uh, about Fight Club. Let's talk spoilers. No, uh, it's you know there for a while those those Skylanders were going for eighty to hundred bucks a pop. Now you can go to I, I don't even think pawn shops carry them. Um, I know like used game places they have a bin where it's like five dollars for ten Skylanders or something. Uh, maybe not that cheap, but they're really cheap right now. And that I mean that's nature of the beast. As somebody who is a collector, I have a lot of stuff that is worthless, but uh, it wasn't at one point. But Writer's Republic, this is a game, it looks like they're mixing Trials and Steep and an insane amount of energy drinks into one thing. Oh, yeah, game change here. Wants to hit you. Yeah. It's Skylanders, I mean, I don't know. If you were Sid from Toy Story, you know, you get them and like tie little pieces of dynamite to them, but that's mean. So I don't know what you do with them. Uh, just make a cool stop motion Skylanders video. There you go. That's how you get internet famous. Go spend $8 buying a bunch of Skylander figures and just do stop motion animation for them with cheesy voiceovers. Um, I just ask for 10% whenever you do that because that's my idea. I don't, I'd watch it for at least. A couple of minutes. Um, Writers Republic, though, open world. You can wingsuit, which Ubisoft, I guess if you can say somebody is the master of the wingsuit, because they do it in Steep, in Far Cry, in so many other games. Um, oh, Robot Chicken did a skit. Oh, nice. I'll have to look that up. I'm, a, I'm way behind on Robot Chicken. I just, I cut the cord a while back, and that's one that's now it's getting easier to find. Now I think it's on HBO Max, but there for a while it was it was pretty hard to find. Um, so many so many things. Nintendo. Let's, let's do a minute on some Nintendo stuff. We already kind of hit on the Mario and Rabbids sequel. Um, the thing about Nintendo is they they have their franchises. They know what people will buy. I mean, I I can't tell you how many times I've bought. Super Mario Brothers 3. Like, I've ha I still own it on NES. I have the Mario All-Stars on SNES. Um, I have the GameCube collection that they did. I had it on Wii when it was in the Wii store. Um, yeah, I, I'll buy, I'll just buy all these games. I have uh, NES Classic, all of those. Breath of the Wild 2 and Metroid. Those are the big ones. See, I got, you gotta like lead up to that, like build anticipation. Uh, but Rabbids, you know, if you're a fan of that kind of co-op, uh, almost Mario Party style game, uh, again, that's what, like, they know people will buy it, they know it's there, and so they're just checking boxes, which I feel like they're kind of doing with Smash Bros. too now a little bit, announcing, yeah, um, you got Tekken characters coming into Smash Bros., Going into the show, I would have lost money because I was going to bet Master Chief was coming to Smash Bros. You know, there's all these talks. Uh, I mean, we've seen Nintendo and Microsoft 
team up already and do some cool stuff. They keep saying Halo's coming to Switch and Game Pass is coming to Switch. So I was like, oh, Master Chief is coming. Instead, we get Tekken. Tekken is not one of my favorite fighting games. I mean, I like fighting Vipers better than Tekken. Uh, there's a deep dive for y'all. If you, if you know what fighting Vipers is, then you've truly been gaming for a while because that was Sega Saturn. Um, but, you know, it, it makes sense, I guess. Anybody makes sense at this point in Smash Bros. You have Mega Man, you have Snake, you have Kirby, you know. So I think by opening that door into Tekken, because we've already seen Tekken, you know, Tekken crossover with Street Fighter, Tekken crossover with uh, Soul Blade slash Soul Calibur. First one's called Soul Blade. I still call it Soul Blade sometimes. So, see, yeah, Banjo Kazooie. Like, there's just so many other ways I feel like Nintendo could have gone. Of course, Banjo Kazooie would be the Microsoft acknowledgement. Um, I even, very long odds, but before Tekken, you know, there's a new Crash Bandicoot game. So I thought maybe Crash is going to come to Smash. I would have. I mean, some multiverse, I would have guessed Tekken, but one out of the infinite multiverses, I probably would have guessed Tekken. But we do have the new Breath of the Wild, uh, Breath of the Wild 2, which I don't know if they're going to stick with that, coming out next year sometime, 2022. You got to think it's probably going to be Christmas-ish, late, that usually when Nintendo likes to drop, stuff like that. The first Breath of the Wild was... A game changer, you know. Zelda's always been at the forefront of RPGs, even Final Fantasy. Um, but over the years, they've taken so many different paths, and yeah, five year, yeah, they do the five year cycle way better than Rockstar does. Which I have, I got to do some complaints on Rockstar in a minute. Uh, Breath of the Wild Two, though, we know that it's going to be bigger, and it's going to be you're going to be floating through the skies. Uh, skies of Arcadia was a good game. Except I'm not an RPG guy, but that was a that was a good one. Uh, and so, I I don't know a single person of any age that played Breath of the Wild that didn't love it. Like I said, I played it. My kids played it. My friends played it. Everybody loves Breath of the Wild. It's almost perfect Zelda. I'm I, just, I hate saying perfect Zelda because as soon as you do, someone's like, oh, Wind Waker or Ocarina of Time or something like that um yeah see dreamcast you know so breath of the wild is going to be awesome um new metro game came as a shock to nobody but yeah see wind waker uh, always somebody has a, everybody has their favorite zelda game um it's just it's the same as I guess with any franchise, you know, there's some that everybody agree are better than others. And so that's why like Breath of the Wild, Wind Waker, Ocarina, um, the first one, you know, Twilight Princess is a good one. Uh, you know, so I, I think like, what is it? The Four Swords, Four Seasons? The one that was on Game Boy Advance or DS? Like everybody's kind of like, meh. Uh, so the rumors, it, it was just new Metroid. Uh, again, it was, we talked about cycles and time and stuff. We were overdue actually for a new metroid um after that metroid on wii didn't yeah four swords adventures that one that one it's if if a zelda, if i've ever heard people hate on a zelda game that's usually the one that gets the least amount of love but even still they're like i mean it was fun to do this so, uh the the wii metroid game i mean it did okay in retrospect it's developed a little bit of a cult following as all nintendo games do but in our world of Call of Duties and Fortnites and Halos, yeah, Other M was kind of meh. And that's, there were talks that it might have been a sequel to Other M. So we, we had a good idea that Metroid was coming. We didn't know, because uh, that's, that's one thing about Nintendo, that even though they have these staple characters like Metroid, you know, like Samus, like Zelda, like Mario, you don't know what you're going to get. You know, are you going to get a Twilight Princess? Are you going to get a Breath of the Wild? Are you going to get, you know, Mario? Are you going to get Paper Mario? Are you going to get Mario Party, uh, Odyssey, Galaxy? You know, it, you, you never know. And so with 
with Metroid. That I think that's a franchise that, as much as I commend Nintendo for trying new things, like it's a shooter. It's you know, the the Castlevania style, and then now with everything you have going on with Fortnite, Call of Duty, uh, all these other FPSs, uh, Apex, all of those, just make a Metroid. And you know what? If you want to do the the battle royale style with Metroid, I mean, you could totally do that. You know, Samus isn't the only bounty hunter in space. Mother Brain needs to be taken out by everybody. So, yeah, you never know what you're going to get. Mario said life is like a box of chocolates. Um, yeah, but Dread looks to be on brand, on point. And I think I think by not focusing on motion controls like they did with the Wii and Wii U, you know, this the Switch does have some motion incorporated in it, but it's not dependent on it like the last two. Um, I think that's going to work better because any shooters you ever played on Wii were uh, except maybe no more heroes but that was like a sword game more than a shooter you had a gun but you know the shooters are always you know, a little off and so bringing dread in i think is it's it's the right time there it needs to happen it's going to be really cool we also got uh elden ring which is going to be huge it's miyazaki and george rr R. martin so now, will it ever come out? No. Uh, they said January. It comes out in January. So we'll see. Um, again, anything with George R. R. Martin, I'm not holding my breath uh, on release date or quality, really, at this point. But we'll, I think it'll be fun. Um, it'll be beautiful, at least. Miyazaki, you know, makes wonderful games. And the map's going to be huge. So you're going to get your money's worth, and it's, yeah. Uh, what else has come out? Oh, Guardians. Guardians of the Galaxy got a lot of love. You get to be Star-Lord. You get the MCU Guardians, which are now the comic Guardian. Well, part of them are the comic Guardians. Uh, if, if you're a comic person and you actually know who the Guardians are, you know that in Guardians 2, Sylvester Stallone's team, like that was the original Guardians. But this one, we've already had one good Guardians game. And that was the Telltale Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, unfortunately, Telltale's gone now, but you can still... Yeah, Doom. I, I, I thought we might get a Doom or a Wolfenstein, but we'll, we'll, I'll get to that in a second. I, I do have something about that. Um, so Guardians of the Galaxy, though, as long as it's better than the Avengers game that came out, I'm on board. And it already looks to be a little bit better and have a really good soundtrack and things. Uh, since you brought up Doom, let's just jump over to Xbox and Bethesda. I know a lot of people were, and by a lot of people, I mean PlayStation owners, were upset that Microsoft bought Bethesda. I, as an Xbox person, I'm I'm down. I was hope that we might have gotten a Doom or a Wolfenstein. Uh, we did get, you know, they're getting upgraded and everything. They are all coming to game pass which if you own an xbox like i said if you own an xbox or even a pc and you don't have game pass why not uh, oh nice a friend that worked on that the so all these doom games are getting you know running better frame rates uh just gonna be beautiful for free on game pass and i mean free games you pay for just like amazon prime free shipping you pay for but we did get Starfield, which a lot of people are super stoked about that. I mean, it's, it's been called Skyrim in space. It's been called a real Han Solo game. Uh, and it comes out hopefully next November. You know, and that's the first new franchise from the new IP in over 25 years. Uh, nice. Nice. I wish Bethesda gives news about Indiana Jones games. Yeah, uh, I bet. Uh, again, because everything's tied in together, the Indiana Jones game. I bet when we get closer to the movie, because the movie's filming. But actually, today, uh, today, as of this recording, 
Harrison Ford hurt himself on the set of Indiana Jones 5. So that messed some stuff up. Um, so who knows? I bet, you know, I bet somewhere in there we'll, we'll see something develop out of it. Maybe, hopefully. I, I don't know. Because we're getting a Han Solo game. I mean, Harrison Ford game, Harrison Ford game, right? I mean, Starfield is the Harrison Ford game. But I'm, I'm curious to see what they do. You know, they, they've tackled a lot of other stuff. They've never really ventured into space a whole lot. I mean, you could argue that Doom, yes, Doom is in space, but as far as their big RPG open world stuff, they haven't. Um, my dude's getting old, man. Like, he's... But he's one of those people who kind of still likes to do some of his own stunts and things, and that's that's admirable, um, I guess. We, we will see. I don't know. Uh, another RPG game coming out, Outer Worlds 2. Did anybody play the first Outer Worlds when it when it dropped a while back from Obsidian? A few of you? Well, the sequel comes out. Well, at some point, it's been announced, and we all know how these go. Um, it is going to be Xbox exclusive or Xbox and PC exclusive. Like I mentioned earlier, anything, almost anything that's exclusive to Xbox is going to be on PC as well. So that's that's really cool. Outer Worlds 2, they announced it this year. You're probably looking like a 2023 release, maybe, optimistically. I, I don't know. Uh, oh. We were, you know, we were talking about the Tekken crossover. I'm excited about the Sea of Thieves announcement that they're Jack Sparrow and the Pirates of the Caribbean are coming to Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves is, if you haven't played it, get some friends and play it. it they say you can play it by yourself, but really you can't. It's just not, not quite, it's not quite as much fun. Um, but I think this, this is another game kind of like Rainbow Six or even The Division that I was like, how is this game still going? I loved it, but I you know, couldn't really play by myself. But now, years after the release, it's getting this Disney crossover. I mean, everybody loves Jack Sparrow, strangely enough. Um, and it actually dropped yesterday is when it kicked off. And they said that it's not just like some character skins and stuff. It's There's a Davy Jones mission. There's a Jack Sparrow mission. Like, you're going to have to be doing stuff. It, whole new story whole new everything so i think that'll be really neat um microsoft brought it with the cross i mean they brought it with everything in my opinion but you know top gun is coming the flight simulator microsoft flight simulator I, I love top gun so it's the maverick expansion but done let's let's go for it um uh, and again this game is free on game pass so would i buy flight simulator no never will i download it for free just to see how pretty it is and fly around yeah i'm gonna do that uh, you have to yeah you know request you got to request a flyby uh it's gonna be so so good i mean the new forza looks amazing we're going to mexico and the forza is one of those games that is always beautiful i'm not a huge racing game person but forza horizon I, I almost don't consider it a racing game because it's open world. You know, you have you go and you find missions and yeah, the missions are usually races, but sometimes like this one that you have to destroy pinatas. Uh, I'm down. And if you want something that's really going to utilize your Series S or X, I have a Series X. Um, this you know this is the game. Forza is a game you show people to say, hey, this is this is pretty. You know, and this is why you buy these. Um, I would have been surprised if they didn't do some sort of Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Well, I would say they're the only pirate game, but Ubisoft actually has that. Um, oh, I'm drawing a blank on it because it's only on PC, so I don't play it. But they have a big pirate game, and somebody else was making a big pirate game that was supposed to come out. But it, who knows? You know, after not having all the shows last year and stuff. Um, everybody's shuffling their release dates and announcements around. So we, we may see it. We may not. Uh, Black Flag is like the perfect pirate game. 
that's yeah it's you're able to do everything kind of on your own um and i'm glad going forward all the assassin's creed have for the most part kept that naval combat um you know the, you had it in three with connor which three is my least favorite assassin's creed um that's a story for another time but even the newer ones like the origins odyssey uh, valhalla they've tweaked it a little bit i'm not going to say for the better for the worse well I'm gonna, i am i'm going to say for the worse because black flag was just perfect you know uh it was just great i mean syndicate unity had them in like side missions and stuff it wasn't as prominent um but yeah i would sit down on black flag and just sail around hang out you know uh Sid Meier's Pirates, that was a good one, too. I forget about that one. Uh, Assassin's Creed Rogue. It, I just started playing it not too long ago because it launched only on 360 after Xbox One came out. So it's... Uh, ooh, Black Flag and Valhalla are the two best... Ooh, ooh, I don't know. I really enjoyed Syndicate being in London. Um, Unity has the best story, but with all the bugs it had, people just pretend it never happened. That moment in Brotherhood when you first like make the whistle and the snap and all the assassins jump out is is really cool. Uh, Revelations had some really cool moments. I don't I don't know. That's why yeah, it, it was say Black Flag because it's it's Black Flag. Um, great game, great band, done. Uh, Halo, we got some more info on Halo Infinite which is pretty exciting. I'm a, I'm a Halo person. Again, I'm moving, so I don't want you to see all the boxes and mess that is my recording studio. But I have original Xbox. I have the green Halo 3 one. Um, I have the green and gold Halo 360. Like, I'm a Halo person. Sesame Rogue and Unity Marriage, Sonic 06 and Secret Rings. I, I, uh, you see, uh, Sonic Colors is getting a remaster. And... Did it already come out, or is it about to come out? Let me see. I uh, it may have already come out. Because Sonic Colors, you know, is a, a fan favorite. Sonic Colors. There we go. Okay, so it's not out yet. You can pre-order the music pack for it. Um, player icons. When does it come out? That's what I need to know. September 7th. What did I say? Uh, September's going to be a big, big month. I played Sonic Colors when it first came out. I remember it being fun. But that's about it. So I'll probably pick this up because I, I even enjoyed Sonic Forces. Like, you know, like I mentioned, I'm a Sega person. Sega Dreamcast, Sega Saturn, all of those. Uh, they, they're even making an animated series. Uh, for Sonic Color, or not a series, just like a little mini movie or mini series for it, just kind of reintroduce everybody to the Wisp and everything. Sonic Colors is the, one of the games that all sides of the fandom agree is, is a really good game, really solid game. So if if you didn't play it first time around, like I said, it's coming soon. I guess, what was that, two and a half months? Um, It'll be out, so you can check it out. Um, check out some videos for it and stuff. Uh, oh, Halo, Halo Infinite. Uh, it's Halo, so I'm sold. You know, I'm glad they learned from Cyberpunk and pushed it back and delayed it. You have a grappling hook, which just cause proved that you can do a grappling hook in a game and make it work. So 343, I think, is going to take that to the next level and it's just going to be great uh, actually i just read right before we got on here that 343 is looking at instead of having 16 player lobbies to have 50 player lobbies the battle pass is you, you know like on cod you have to buy a battle pass every couple of months and it's it's dumb but in halo you buy one battle pass and that's it um yeah doom eternal did have grappling hooks forgot about that i play so many games they're like they kind of run together i don't know if y'all have that problem i'll be like yeah i think that's in this and then thankfully people are like no that was in this one. Oh yeah yeah that's right because there's a lot of games that are unfortunately pretty similar um like the back for blood 
game, I think is that what it's called? From it's not Left for Dead. I mean, it's totally Left for Dead, but it's not Left for Dead that's coming out. You know that one, and then you also have the Redfall, which I mean, your big difference there is zombies or vampires. Back for Blood, yeah. Um, the you know those games to the casual eye look pretty similar and i bet when they play uh, actually when they play they're gonna be completely different so what's cool about back for blood is and follow me here it's a card-based system which at first i was like no because that means i'm gonna have to buy card packs that means that, you know there's gonna be perks and no the way the card packs work um you earn them all in game and you play them before the game and so does the computer so the computer may play fast zombies and um, snipers only or something, but then you can play like unlimited ammo and fortification. Like you control the game and then it generates the game based on the card you and your team played and then what the computer played as well. Um, they're saying it's going to help randomize the games. So it's kind of like those dungeon crawler games that are different every time you play them but with multiplayer zombies so if they pull it off i think it's gonna be really really cool you know because you can really work on putting together a team and uh you know if you're a medic or a heavy you can play cards that go to those strengths and things and then you can see what the computer plays and like kind of counteract that and then just yeah um redfall is your there's a vampire invasion i got a very 30 days of night kind of feel from it um i it's four player co-op so like i said it really has that left for dead back for blood feeling comes out next summer one like the sniper guy can turn invisible there's um like a, a voodoo witch lady who has magic there's a robot person i mean there's all your usual boxes are checked and it looks cool. I I enjoyed Dishonored. Uh, Prey, I mentioned Prey at the top of the show. If it would have been called anything else, it would have been a good game. But years ago, like 15 probably years ago, 12 years ago, a game named Prey came out on Xbox 360. And in it, you were um, the this First Nation guy who was like, fed up with his ancestry and stuff, but then aliens show up and abduct him, and through, like, spirit walks and things, he gets superpowers, and he has to go onto the alien ships and release everybody they've abducted, and it was crazy and fun. Um, it had, like, portal-style elements, and right, you pray. So, wish list here. I, I don't know. If, if you can never get these to to be on Steam or something. Prey, um, Dark Sector, and The Saboteur. The Saboteur is one of the best games ever. It just came out when Grand Theft Auto 4 came out. Five, one of them, maybe five. And so we got overshadowed, but it's that open worlds like Grand Theft Auto, like Far Cry and stuff, but you're in World War II Paris. And everything's black and white. And as you take down Nazis, like color comes in, just like the movie Pleasantville. So it's a beautiful game, wonderful game. GameStop has it like in their 99 cent bin. Um, if you have an old gen system, go pick it up. It's it's worth your time. It's worth the playthroughs. It's it's wonderful. And then Dark Sector, um, it's you I think you're CIA or something, you're some kind of special agent. And you get dropped. You get dropped in Russia behind enemy lines, and they do this fuse you with this alien technology, and you can make this uh, Xena Warrior Princess glaive blade thing on your hand and throw it. And it was again just a really fun, really cool game. And I think it had a good voice cast. I'm trying to look that up right now. Uh, of course, IMDb is not helping me, but those games are jams and i love them um dark sector voice actor yeah michael rosenbaum lex luther himself 
was the main guy. So if you need more reason to, to check it out, that's it's so good. Uh, here we are talking about brand, brand new games, but really we're talking about old games. Um, other old game, I mean, old-ish games, Hades is finally coming to Xbox and PlayStation. So that'll be good. Among Us is coming. Uh, new Diablo. Diablo has been around forever. But the new Diablo is coming out. Uh, Avatar has a game coming out, which uh, James Cameron, man, just let it go at this point. I'm sorry. Him and Disney need to realize you've missed your mark. The MCU is done. Um, oh, Greg, thank you for stopping in and hanging out. Uh, yeah. It's been fun. So lots of huge, huge announcements. In the Game Pass, I think Microsoft announced 30 games. Of those, 24 or 5 were exclusives. And of the 30, I think 27 were coming to Game Pass. So, again, why would you not have Game Pass? And like we talked, you can do little little things. They reward you for gaming. And I bought a trash can on Amazon out of it. Um, so it, it's worth it. Before we wrap up, though, I do want to talk about the new systems, you know, uh, Xbox Series and PlayStation 5. These things have been incredibly difficult to get. Um, I was lucky enough to get a day one Series X. Just uh, talking about calling in favors and selling the souls of my children and stuff, but I, I managed to get one. They're really hard to find. Um, there are a few ways to give. So first off, don't pay scalper prices. One, it's it's not worth it. Um, you're encouraging that lifestyle. You're encouraging that cycle, and it no. Because let's be honest, there's not games that feature that. You know, we talk about how Forza, like that's the game you show off. Right now, yeah, there's some games that look like Spider-Man on PS5. It, it looks pretty, but most games aren't utilizing the next gen, I guess, current gen, whatever you want to call it, uh, systems. They are. Oh, I hate, I hate scalpers. Like, even before I got on, I, I was looking up some PS5 restocks, and you can buy them through like Amazon or Best Buy or Walmart because you know they host other people. They're like $1,300. Don't do that. It's a $500 system. Don't pay, don't pay more than $600. Like, you can get one for like $600, maybe. Uh, but the, the ones that are super marked up, don't, don't do that. Like I said, the games aren't there. I, uh, I'm a day one guy is the only reason I got one, but there are ways you can still go in places are starting to get restocks, um, on, on Twitter. So first off, just check, you know, your big ones every day, Amazon, Best Buy, Walmart, Target, uh, sneaks by and has some show up a lot. Um, GameStop. If you are on GameStop's newsletter, they'll they'll you'll get an email and they'll say, "Hey, in an hour we're going to have these, or in two hours we're going to have these." Um, Newegg has them sometimes, so you can find find those. Um, StockX supposedly has them, but they're marked up to about seven hundred dollars. So again, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. Um, the problem, okay. So the question is, I keep wondering if Microsoft and Sony could have delayed their consoles when the pandemic was starting. Here's the problem with that. Uh, I 100% agree. Of course, now with, uh, you know, the microchip shortages, who knows when we got them. You know, we didn't get release dates for them till a month out, less than a month out. It was one of those, I, I honestly think if one of them had said, hey, we're holding off, the other one would have. It was a very, they're playing chicken with each other and with our money, which I don't appreciate. Um, I, I, I think, you know, they, they wanted to be the first one because of console wars, which are funny because Microsoft says there's not console wars. They say their competition is Amazon and Google. And Sony says there's not console wars because they're the best and this and that. But amazingly, there's console wars. Um, yeah, and so they wanted to be the first to be out. You know, if if Xbox, because numbers, pure and simple numbers. So if PlayStation would have dropped this year, 
and X or sorry, last year in 2020, and Xbox dropped this year. Well, then you'd have a whole one. They'd have a whole year of sales to gain numbers, so they could be like, "Oh, best-selling next-gen system." Well, you're the only next-gen selling system. Um, two people would have been like, "Oh, well, Microsoft waited. Maybe there's something wrong with it." Did it be? And that goes back to the 360. You know, there, there's a whole if, little fun side note. The way the 360 got its name is because people are dumb. The PlayStation 3 was coming out and the Wii was coming out from Nintendo, which was codenamed the Revolution. And everybody thought it was going to be the Nintendo Revolution because it was so innovative and everything. So Microsoft was like, well, we can't have the Xbox 2 because people will see a PlayStation 3 and an Xbox 2 and think the PlayStation 3 is the next gen and not the Xbox 2. Um, it happened when Burger King back in the 80s, I think late 80s, they introduced their third pounder. You know, McDonald's has their quarter pounder, but since three is smaller than four, people didn't buy it, even though a third of a pound is more than a quarter of a pound. And so they're like, okay, well, we have to have something with the three. And then the revolution is a 360. So that's where we got Xbox 360 was that way when people, you know, Joe Schmo, average Joe on the street, um, right way i mean the xbox 360 had an awesome awesome life you know when they see it they don't see oh three two oh well three is better than two and it's just these people are dumb so if and i i think that's the thing you know if one of the systems had waited a year to come out it would have just killed it you know it would have been dead out out of the gate and uh, unfortunately you know that's that's where we live but you can, yeah. So, so follow all those websites. Uh, Stock Informer, yeah, that's a good one. There's a couple of Twitter accounts um, you can follow that they, through magic and science and things, they have access to all of the stocks. That, I mean, Stock Informer is one of them, um, and they will. You can sign up to get updates. Uh, I'm not going to name drop any of them because I'm not associated with them. Fan Expo is not associated with them, so but they're out there and uh they will they will tell you also you know make friends at your local best buy uh, it, you know you're in texas better or worse we're still in a good old boy system so i have a friend who has friends at best buy um down in waco where where he is and they were like hey man we got these in we hadn't checked them in yet make sure you know be here in 45 minutes um, and that's how he got one. And he just got one a couple months ago. We are starting to see more and more shipments of them. Uh, and they're more sporadic because Microsoft and Sony have acknowledged the scalper thing. They're like, yes, it sucks. We're trying to figure out a way around it. Um, and Microsoft has done an interesting thing with their um, Xbox Ultimate or whatever, whatever they're calling it this time around, where it's... Um, Xbox All Access. I had to look my notes. Where in this, it's actually a cool, pretty cool deal. So you pay, you're paying like $700, but you get an Xbox Series X, or if you do S, it's cheaper, and you get two years of Game Pass. And it's just like a, a card lease, you know, you're just paying on it every month, like you would a loan or a credit card or anything like that. But you get it, you know, day one, and then you're paying on it. So, yeah, just like a car or a house. And they throw in the Game Pass because, you know, they're they're pushing. So you're paying 30 bucks a month. I, if I didn't already have one, I would totally go that route. Um, I do think there is, like, a small credit check involved, but I don't I don't think it. you have to. I mean, I think it's pretty easy to qualify for, if I remember right. Um, so that's, that's something to look into xbox all access and then like i said with playstation and switch switch is getting better um you know I, I, they slowed down a lot because on the sales not a lot but comparatively because the switch light is out um it's more readily available and then all the rumors of the switch hd or switch pro or whatever it's going to be called that uh should be announced i'm going to say september for a December release or a November release, maybe a Black Friday release. 
Um, that's just pure speculation. Okay, <laughs> just take that with a grain of salt. But so switch it. But then at this point, like wait for the new switch. I'm, depending on what games you play, like if you're buying for your kid, just get a switch light, get a switch, whatever. Um, if you if you are looking to do the more competitive games and stuff, maybe go ahead and wait for the pro or the whatever they're calling. Uh, but yeah, so Xbox, you can go on their website and do the all access stuff. Pretty, pretty easy. I mean, there's still limited quantities, but yeah, sign up for the GameStop newsletter, all the newsletters, they'll let you know. Uh, but yeah, just don't buy from a scalper. That That's my main takeaway. I, I hate them. Uh, you know, there's, I know down in Austin, like it's illegal to scalp for profit like if you buy tickets to a concert you can send out front and sell them but you can't sell them for more than the the price of them so it's, it's kind of cool um i wish that would be across the board you know there you can look at there's like uh two administrations ago they passed some stuff as far as like bots and down you know it, using bots to download first or to buy first dib stuff. And yeah, uh, they, they, they did what they could, but then companies also had to kind of play along and not all of them did. So I guess that, that is what it is. But anyway, it's, we're here at the end of our hour. Um, thank you all for joining and let me talk about games. I love talking about video games. You know, um, if you want to talk more, follow Fan Expo. Uh, follow me. I'm the Night Nerd, N-I-G-H-T-N-E-R-D, on all social media, my podcast, Twitch, Facebook, whatever. Um, I love talking video games. And, oh, well, CTV. So we do stuff like this every month, like different. I, I host different events. Um, last month, we did a whole big thing for Darwin Cook, the comic book and TV artist. Um, is the five-year anniversary of his passing. Uh, if you if you enjoyed this one, like you're gonna get a little email recap, be like, hey, yeah, Lance was awesome. I love talking about video games, and we'll do something else with with video games uh, next month. Spoiler, actually not spoilers. First, anybody's known, um, I'm actually bringing in some uh, like a Texas Teacher of the Year and tentatively a child psychiatrist, and we're gonna talk about the benefits that video games and comics and things have on children, like. You know, when I was growing up, it was comics and video games will rot your brain. But now we're like, oh, no, it actually encourages so many, so many things. Um, I'm going to be at Fan Expo in September. Hopefully I have some panels and things so you can look for me there. Um, but, yeah, to keep up to date on everything, just follow Fan Expo of Dallas. Um, this was a lot of fun. Again, I'm Lance, the Night Nerd. Uh, thank you all. This this was good. I like geeking out they're not enjoying our fandoms so uh, that does it for us tonight uh, we'll see you all next time thanks <laughs>